All right, are you ready for this? I'm going to be giving you some harsh truths about being in business for yourself. And you might already be in business for yourself, or maybe you're thinking about it, or maybe you just know that somewhere down the line, it's what you're gonna wanna do. And so this episode is raw, real, and uncovering the good, the bad, and the ugly about being in business for yourself. I overthink, I overshare, and I overanalyze. So come explore with me as I chat about business, life, and relationships all through the lens of an anxious creative. All right, so I just want to tell you about when I first went into business. Um, It was 2010. It was May. I had just left the salon that I had worked at for off and on for 10 years. And if you know a bit about my story, you know that I went and lived overseas in London and in Australia for kind of a couple years. But then I always came back to my hometown and I loved where I worked. It was a great place to work. And then it was too good or it was too good to leave for a long time and then until it wasn't. So I was like, you know what? My parents had owned their own business. I saw the flexibility and the freedom they had. So I was so excited. I'm like, you know what? This is going to change my life. And like, let me tell you, it changed my life. Um, It definitely, definitely did. It was amazing, but it wasn't all sunshine and roses. And that's why I wanted to bring this podcast to you this week, because sometimes we can get so caught up in thinking it's going to be this glorious answer and not really having a full awareness or understanding. Now, I'm not trying to talk you out of having your own business. That's for sure. It is one of the most beautiful gifts I've ever given myself is to have my own business, to be my own boss. But I want to make sure that you are in it for the right reasons. You're, you know what to expect and you're ready to follow through. I hope I haven't lost you already. And so let me just paint the picture again. 2010, it's May. I'm so, so excited and nervous. I remember the day that I left my previous job and then all of a sudden I remember I've never been a morning person ever in my entire life. And I woke up at 5 a.m. because I was excited and anxious and nervous. Like all of a sudden I was responsible. And although I worked as a commission stylist before, so there was a level of responsibility as being a a commission worker, there also was this security of knowing, even though I made commission, there was some sort of security of knowing I got a paycheck and I had a boss and I had a support system. Now all of a sudden overnight, I was it. And it was terrifying. And I had nobody to really talk to except my dad who had been self-employed, but in a different industry altogether, and who kind of got, you know, mentored into the business. He started as a manager, and then he bought it, and so it was very different. So I woke up at 5 a.m. being like, oh my goodness, I've never been a morning person, just trying to figure out. I had no idea, like, how to make a spreadsheet or organize. Like, there was very similar to the way my life is still. There was just post-it notes everywhere, And I was just like, am I doing things right? Am I doing things wrong? And this is where I want to tell you something that I wish someone would have said to me. There is no clear cut one way path to do things. There is many different roads to the same place. Just like when you put in an address into maps on your phone and you open it up and it gives you different routes. And sometimes you don't pick the quickest because you know the traffic you might encounter. You know that you're like, oh, but I have to go through like downtown where there's lots of lights. And so it may say it's quicker, but is it gonna be quicker? And so you look at the map and you look at the different routes and you decide which route works best for you. 
Actually, I really like that analogy. That one just like came up out of me, but it's true. There's many roads to the same place and I don't want you to ever feel stressed or anxious about how to pick the right path. There's sometimes you go down a path and then there's a detour that you had no idea about. And you're not gonna just stop and be like, well, I didn't know about this detour, I'm just gonna quit. Not at all. You go to the detour, it sucks, it you have to slow down. Sometimes it takes you through a playground zone, you have to go even slower, but you're still making your way towards the end goal. And so that's kind of my little warm up to you because there was lots of ups and downs for me. And like I said, this episode's all about uncovering and showing you the good, the bad, the ugly. So let's start with um, the good. <laughs> um, the good is like, it was so exciting to be in control of my environment. Now, I know some of you guys, um, if you're stylists, you're booth renting or you're chair renting and you don't have as much control over your environment, but I liked the control. Definitely recovering a control freak right here. And so I liked the ability to have control over my business, over how I spent the money. I had all these ideas in my head. I always joke about how I would love to be a professional brainstormer. Like, wouldn't that be so much fun? And I love, with the students that I coach inside my programs, I love giving them ideas of how to do things different in their business to set them apart. But anyway, I'm going on a tangent, as per usual, Don. But the good. So I had control. I had all these ideas of it wasn't that where I worked was bad or they were doing things bad, but I was like, oh, I would do things differently. And all of a sudden I was like, now that I have my own space, I rented a 400 square foot space where I worked alone because salon suites weren't a thing where I was from. And in 2010, I don't even know if salon suites were a thing back then. Definitely not in Canada. And so I got to like decorate it and I was like all into the shabby chic and lots of pink and I wanted to give my clients like yummy drinks and I wanted to pamper them and I wanted to dote on them and I wanted it to be like a private safe space and all of a sudden I could do that and it was so exciting because for me it wasn't just, it's never been just about doing the service, it's about the connection I make with my clients and I know you're the same way. And so that was the good part of going out on my own is that all of a sudden I got to be in control in a way that I never could before. And once again, not that it was bad or wrong or anything. It's just that I had these ideas of the way I would like to serve my guests and my clients. And now I could also, I could pick my own schedule. Now, this kind of goes into the bad and the ugly is that I ended up becoming a slave to my schedule and not even knowing it. And I recently was speaking at an entrepreneur event and I, lead, I led into the talk with how many of us got into this entrepreneurial journey for the freedom and like raised our hands and like we all know that it's like that's kind of the the dream and the goal of like, I just want the freedom. And while there is so much freedom in being your own boss, it's a different kind of freedom. It doesn't mean you necessarily um, don't work. I remember thinking like, I'm gonna have freedom and like, I'm gonna have a business that's gonna run for me. And in a way, yes, but you have that responsibility to your business. And so while you have a lot more freedom in flexibility, you do carry more responsibility. So flex, so there's always kind of one the other. Now, would I ever go back to being an employee? No. 
There are days I fantasize about it. There are days like tax season where even still, even though I've got a good handle and I pay my taxes ahead of time and, you know, through some hard times and some big tax bills, I've learned to save up. It still stresses me the F out because it's not my forte. And there's days where I'm like, I just want to go work at McDonald's. I just want to collect a paycheck. But could I actually follow through with it? No, not even when I moved to Calgary here uh, five years ago, I had a resume ready. And I even went and looked at like, chair rental and booth rental and I was like no I just know that it's not I'll be miserable and so yes you have flexibility but let's not confuse it with freedom in the sense that we think a lot of people think they can just kind of like you know oh I'll just work or I won't work anymore you definitely have to work but it's a different kind of work it's more fun I definitely work way harder in a good like I am more ambitious and driven as a self-employed person than I ever was as an employee. I was a, such a lazy employee. I was never motivated as an employee. I really struggled with it. I had a great work environment. I've had bosses who really helped get me motivated and really, um, really led well in the business and that helped. But now that I am my own boss, I have so much more drive. So if you are on the fence about whether or not you want to go into business for yourself, Find someone who can guide you through it, who can show you, but don't not go into business because you think you're lazy. Because let me tell you, I considered myself lazy for so long and that was a big nervous thing for me about going into business for myself is like, I don't know if I have what it takes. But let me tell you, that comes with it because it's so much more exciting. I'm no longer like clock in, clock out, going to work. It's like I have created this and while sometimes I feel the weight of the responsibility, it doesn't outweigh the excitement of that of which what I've created. If that makes sense. I feel like I almost like was Shakespearean, of that of which what I've created. Anyway, so telling you that the freedom and the flexibility is something I want you to go in with eyes wide open to, that I don't want, what happened to me is like, I'm gonna have freedom and flexibility and I'm gonna have control over my schedule and like this, this, and the other, and you definitely can. But what you need to be really careful of is the scarcity mindset that often comes with stepping out on your own. Because all of a sudden you step out on your own, and this is kind of the bad and the ugly, you step out on your own and all of a sudden this fear kicks in. And all of a sudden you're like, yeah, well I only used to work four days a week um, at the salon I was at, but you get the texts or the DMs or the emails or the calls from your clients being like, well, I really want to get in. And where a receptionist may have used to have taken care of that. And they would have been like, unfortunately, she's not working that day. And they'd have the conversation. Now you are. And all of a sudden you're scared that that's dollar bills walking out of your business that may never come back. And you're freaking out because you just went to business for yourself and you need that. And that's exact. I say this because that's exactly what happened to me. I had to have a reality check later on where I realized, oh my goodness, this people probably rescheduled and had to work around my work schedule when I was at the salon before, but I never was having those conversations the receptionist was, where now I'm panicking, thinking I need to bend over backwards. And you guys have probably heard me say before, don't confuse your lack of boundaries as a form of excellent customer service. I 110% believe in excellent customer service. Absolutely. But don't convince yourself you're giving excellent customer service because you have no boundaries. I worked myself into the ground. I was working 60 to 70 hour weeks. I loved what I was doing. People were telling me, Dawn, you need to slow down. Dawn, you're going to burn out. And I was like, mm, nah, you don't get it. I'm different. I love what I do. My work is my hobby. 
and it was sustainable for a period of time, but it's not sustainable long term. And that's why I'm really, really passionate about teaching these things to you guys now, whether you're self-employed for many years and you need to get out of the cycle or whether you're thinking about it. You need to start thinking about if you're doing going down the right path to and and if you're creating long-term sustainability. I'm all about long-term sustainability and profitability for your business. It's the easy way to make bank and to do well and to build your clientele is to work like a dog. But let me tell you, the ugly part of going into business for yourself is if you don't set up the right systems, the right boundaries, the right communication, the right organization, which us creatives really struggle with, if you don't have that path, you will fall into the path of burnout. And hello, I, I <laughs> hello, do you like that? I ended up in the hospital and you guys may have heard you. Some of you may have heard me mention this over and over again. It's because I'm really passionate about it. That night in the hospital was pure stress and anxiety. I thought I was dying. I thought I was having a stroke. It was the scariest thing I've ever experienced in my life. And it was all due to the fact to the pressure I put on myself, the pressure that I thought that my worth was wrapped up in my work and that I needed to say yes to everyone. Yes is not the only answer to a question. You may have to tell people, I really want to have you come in, but unfortunately that's my day off. Unfortunately, I have prior commitments. And if you don't want to say I'm busy because this is one thing I struggled with for a long time, I didn't want to say I'm busy when I knew I was at home for the evening. And then I thought, well, if I'm just at home for the evening, I might as well work. But the thing is, is that I learned that I needed to change my vocabulary because that was time that I needed to book in to prioritize myself and my self-care and taking care of myself. So while I didn't think I was quote unquote busy, it was important intentional time. So I started to use the phrase, my schedule is full. And so instead of being like, I don't work or whatever, whatever, or I'm busy and feeling like I was lying because not necessarily busy, but I was resting. I started to say, oh, unfortunately I don't work at that time and the rest of my schedule is full. Or unfortunately my schedule is full. If you don't want to say I'm not working. Those really helped me be able to you know, say no in a way that had them, my clients understanding made me feel good and still honored stuff. So I know I'm kind of going all over the place here for you guys, but I just want to show you there's the good, the bad and the ugly of going into your business self and not to push you into one way or the next. I 100% believe it is entirely worth it if you have dreams of what you want to create, if you love what you do and the people you do it with. Um, I don't want you to not look, I don't know if you guys are watching this on YouTube right now. I have lost two of my nails and I have like no nails on two of my hands. If you didn't know, the Anxious Creative Podcast is now on YouTube. You can be watching this on your phone, on your tablet, on your computer, on YouTube, and we're hanging out. Or just pop me in your earbuds or in your car stereo or wherever you are listening to this. There's my plug for the fact that the Anxious Creative is now on video uh, because I'm embarrassed of my fingernails. They're getting fixed tomorrow. But, uh, I don't want the reason for you to not pursue this gut instinct of like, oh, like it would be so cool if, and I see so many creative, or not creative entrepreneurs, creatives that have big dreams and big goals, but they stop themselves in the tracks because they think I'm not organized enough. I can't focus well enough. I don't know if I'm motivated enough. I don't know if I could do my taxes. I don't know, I'm not good with numbers. I don't think I'm really good at what I do 
but I don't know if I could do the business part. That is not the reason why you shouldn't. And let me tell you, that's why I'm here to guide you. I don't know if you know, but I have a program called Rock Your Business, a stress-free guide to earning six figures. It helps creative entrepreneurs guide you through running a successful business because I know you're good and talented and skilled at what you do, but the business side might be something that you really want to look at. And so if you are interested at all, go to donbradley.com slash RYB. You can hear what it's all about. You can get on the wait list and you can start to rock your business and start to earn six figures stress-free because we're not about the stress around here. I'm not about you doing what I did and going into business for yourself, excited about it, jumping feet first, but then getting scared, having that scarcity mindset, worrying that people are gonna leave, scared to increase your prices, scared to say no, so that you end up in this cycle of working crazy hours a week, of bending over backwards, and you genuinely love being able to do that for your clients, and that's the beautiful thing. That's the beautiful thing, and that's why I know you've got a heart of gold, is because you do it with the purest intentions, but then you're putting yourself last, you're sabotaging the future of your business, of your career, and of your profitability. Because like I said, like, like I told you before, like I did really well, but it's like I was working two full-time jobs. Of course the money was rolling in. And after I hit that burnout point, after I had a major anxiety for two years and ended up in the hospital with a panic attack, I realized, damn, something's got to change. And I had this income that I was used to and this lifestyle I was living that I was used to. And I was like, I don't want my income to change, right? So I had to start thinking strategically. I had to start strategizing. I wanted to still give great customer service. I still wanted to give great end results. Um, but I needed to make shifts. I needed to have a set schedule. I needed to have boundaries. I needed to learn how to communicate these things because I was terrified of upsetting my clients. I was terrified of them getting upset or angry with me because I just wasn't equipped with the knowledge and the skill and the communication. And I just didn't know what to do. I just wanted someone to tell me exactly what to do. And so that's why I created my program, Rock Your Business, if you haven't heard about it before. It's my step-by-step -step guide to help you go through your business stress-free so you're not carrying that underlying anxiety. And Because I know that when you feel that anxiety or you feel that overwhelm, you just shut down. Or you turn a blind eye. Or you like see that bill come in. Or you see your taxes or your bookkeeping. And you know what the easy thing to ease that anxiety is? Is just to ignore it. But then it builds and it builds and it builds. It's like that email or text from a client who's not quite happy and you don't know how to deal with it and you don't know how to respond. And so you just ignore it for a little while, but then it builds and it builds and it builds and then it might burst on you and I don't want that for you. So anyway, donbradley.com slash RYB. You can check out what it's all about and you can also get on the wait list for the next time the doors open. So go ahead, check it out, donbradley.com slash RYB. But let me tell you, it's been so, so amazing this last decade of being in business for myself. Has there been ups and downs? Uh, One million percent, yes. There has been times where I wished I would have never done it. There's been times I have questioned it. And so I wanna tell you now, go ahead. If you're thinking about going out on your, out on your own in your business, absolutely, I encourage you to do it. If you're already in business for yourself, but you're feeling stressed out, you're feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling like you don't know what to do and you love what you do, you don't wanna go back to working for someone, but you're nervous and scared and you just don't know what the next step is, I feel you, I support you, and I get you, and I wanna connect with you. 
because I know those feelings so well. I understand them at my core and I've been there. And I don't want you to quit on your dream and on yourself because of that. And that's why I'm here. And so know that this is the thing. Remember the excitement if you're, you know, I'm, I'm going to say if, if, you're, if you're in that moment right now, remember the excitement you had when you started. Remember that feeling. And what I really encourage you to do is when you're having those moments where you do feel lit up, lit, lit up and you do feel excited, write them down and document them. Because one thing I will guarantee you about being in business for yourself is that there will be highs and lows. There will be days where you completely doubt and question if you did the right thing. There'll be moments where you fear like, is there more business coming in? And I don't want that to consume you. And I don't want that to be the decision maker in your business. And so document the good times and remember them so that when you're having that bad day, when you're having that bad week or that bad month, that you can go back and remember why you started, what you're doing it for, and how you can move through this. Because that is... I hate to say it, a guarantee that there's going to be ups and downs. There's going to be hills and valleys. But I don't want that fear making any sort of decisions. Now, this is an analogy I love to use. It is not mine. It's Elizabeth Gilbert's from her book, Big Magic. She said, it's not about trying to get rid of the fear. The fear will never go away, ever. But we need to learn that fear is along for the ride. And so as soon as we start to realize that we're stop, we, we can stop waiting for fear to get away and stop waiting for it to disappear to make decisions, but like, hey, it's on the road trip with us, that we can start making room for it and being like, hey, fear, I'm the driver. You don't even get to sit in the passenger seat. And actually, you don't even get to pick the radio or the music. You don't even get to open maps and tell me where to go. I'm driving. I'm navigating. I'm listening to my own music. But you can sit in the back seat. You're present. You're present. But you don't get to make any decisions. And honestly, when I read that in her book, it changed everything. I used to think, how are all these people doing all these things? How did they get rid of the fear? How did they get rid of that that scared feeling of like, what if? And the thing is, is it's not that it'll ever completely disappear. There are things you can do to help quieten it. But just remember that it's always there and it's going to be on the road trip. It's going to be that annoying friend that invited themselves that's back there, but you're sure as hell not letting them in the the passenger seat. You're not letting them navigate. You're not letting them pick the radio station, but you'll let them sit back there. But they got to keep their mouth shut. And if they speak up and if they start getting too loud, you got to quieten them down. I don't know. That's a terrible analogy to say. But anyway, I hope that helps you understand because going to business the good far outweighs the bad and the ugly. And I just want to encourage you. So if, like I said, if you're thinking about going out on your own, or if you're on your own and you're questioning if you made the right decision or you're a couple years in, or maybe you're a few years in and things have changed, maybe you need to get re-inspired and reinvigorated. Stick around. Keep listening to this podcast. Shoot me a DM on Instagram. I want to be able to encourage you. I'm on a mission to change the creative industry and the and the hair industry, which I'm a part of as well. If you're if you're new here and you're listening in, I've been a hairstylist for 18 years and I'm on a mission for hairstylists, but not only hairstylists, but creative entrepreneurs to be seen as the professionals we are and respected. Because a lot of times people don't view creative creatives as professionals. And you know, a lot of times people expect free things or discounts and I'm on a mission to change the way we are viewed and respected, but I need your help. I need you guys to band together with me because I can't do it alone. 
we can band together as a community and start shifting that. And so the way that you can help and the way that we can do that together is actually if you enjoyed this episode or you enjoy my podcast or what I do, I would love if you subscribed, if you liked, if you left a review, if you left a comment. And also if you just took a screenshot of while you're watching this or what you're doing and post it on Instagram and tag me at Don Bradley Hair. I would absolutely love that because I'm here to help you. I'm here to be the person I wish I would have had during those questioning times, during those times that I almost quit multiple times. And I want to be able to help you avoid those times. All right, friend, thank you so much for listening in. I am so excited to be back this year, 2020, giving you all the tips and tricks on life, business, and relationships as an anxious creative. Until next time, make sure you like, subscribe, and comment, and I will see you next week.